Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Lena McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Ghost Boys, pa- pra- Boys podcast. Excuse me. Landon, what's going on, sir? I was about to say you were out at Cowboys practice. Uh, how you doing? I, I'm just, you know, just freshly showered, just ready to go. I just got home literally 25 minutes ago. Uh, I got the goods. Let's 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 talk about it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the Cowboys had their final uh, practice before the pads come on on Tuesday, and we're going to discuss all the interesting notes. But Lane, it seems like the biggest takeaway from Tuesday was the defense dominated. Correct? It's hard not to look at it. Uh, it's hard to look at it any other way, frankly. I mean, just you know, kind of with the results. I mean, the offense definitely got their shots. I think you know, Jarwin had a pretty nice day. He had a, two. Uh, pretty big catches, including a touchdown. Uh, we're going to say we're going to talk about him later. We'll save him. We'll talk about him. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I mean, but outside of that, you know, in a way that they haven't in a long time, this defense continues to to get their hands on footballs. Uh, this defense continues to uh, affect the the uh, what's a, what's a good offense. You know, like even without uh, Amari Cooper, the offense is looking good. It's just that the defense is looking competent and, and, and in position. And, and, and the exciting thing to me is that Marcus, it's not just like one or two players in the defensive backfield. It seemingly is, you know, a, a handful of guys that uh, are, are, are making plays, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe there's, you know, doing well or just being in coverage and then, you know, starting to show up and, and take that next step and actually get their hands on footballs and make plays as well, which is, you know, ultimately exciting. Yeah, I mean, like, Trevon Diggs has been pretty good throughout the entire yeah. training camp, right? I mean, he's been the one consistent. But it's guys like DeMonte Casey, who had a big day on Tuesday, you know, that's you know starting to get people excited. Let's talk about Casey, Landon, because yeah. uh, I believe it was on our Tuesday show. Uh, we were talking about how maybe the Cowboys brought in Malik Hooker because they didn't love what they saw from Casey early in practice. I don't know if this practice shut everybody up, but it does seem like this is his best practice by far so far. What, what, what have you seen from Casey, you know, not only just today, but over the last couple of days? Yeah, I mean, obviously the big reason that we're talking about him is uh, is the pick six that he had to kind of in that that uh, situational 11 on 11 that they were doing against uh, first team reps. It looked like, uh, you know, uh, it was cover three buzz. I think Ted uh, – uh, oh, I'm gonna forget his name on Twitter, but um, uh, Raiders writer who's really good. Anyways, he he, he pointed yep. Ted Wynn. Thank you, Ted yep. Wynn. Uh, he pointed out that it was Cover Three Buzz, and I and I think he was right because you see the free safety kind of come down and trade spots at the linebacker in, in the Cover Three spot, and and the and it was just very sly by Kazee to kind of come to that rotation late to understand the concept of what was happening in front of him uh, and that the slant was going to be coming and that and to know that if he you know, just hurried down to get down into his spot, uh, then all Dak would have done is look look another way and not throw on the ball. He 
by doing by delaying it a little bit and giving kind of baiting Dak, he gave Dak a window. Dak threw the football and then he immediately just stepped right in front. It was very smooth and just uh, uh, stepped right in front, took the ball and was gone up the sideline. Well, that's what he's always been good at, right? Like if you want to match him up against tight ends, I think you can get a little bit exposed that way. He's not the best tackler in the world because he's only what sub 180 pounds. But yeah, what he does at a high level is create those type of plays. And it's encouraging that we're at least seeing him do that in camp uh, because it's been a long time since the Cowboys have had a playmaker like that in their secondary. Yeah. And, you know, earlier in the practice, we saw him, uh, uh, get taken out of, uh, of outside the formation to cover. Uh, I can't remember who the actual wide receiver was. Uh, maybe it was Gallup one on one, just in, you know, kind of a in, in one of those situations where you know the just because the defense is the way it's called and the way that the the motion happens, uh, he got singled up with the wide receiver and was able to hold his own there too. So um, you know, I think there is certainly. Uh, good things and, and, and clear, you know, things that he can't do, just like a lot of different players in the NFL, obviously, like most players in the NFL. Uh, I think what we're seeing is some of the positives start to shine, shine through a little bit more, um, you know, for a guy that, uh, you know, you know, to his credit, he's he's coming off an Achilles injury. He's just now getting back into uh, uh, knocking the ru- rust off of playing eleven on eleven football because that's not something you do when you're, uh, you know, you're trying to heal from an Achilles injury. So uh, he's working his way back in. Uh, I think this play, it's it's a flashy play, but I think the thing that's really exciting about it is it shows a level of. Uh, uh, veteran maturity and kind of uh, slyness, you know, to kind of to, to, to do what he pull off what he did in that kind of uh, defense. And I think that's the kind of thing that uh, the Cowboys have needed at the safety position for a long time with a lot of kind of inexperience or, or just kind of average play at the position. Now you've got a guy, you know, even if he isn't the, the guy that gets seven interceptions or 10 interceptions or whatever it has been the last few years, uh, he's a guy who can at least uh, know what he's doing out there and, and, and be good enough to maybe help yeah. disguise what he's doing pre-snap, which has been a problem with the Cowboys in the past. Do you think it's a coincidence that he had his best practice uh, of the day after <laughs> the Cowboys signed Malik Hooker and he's on the sideline watching? Yeah, I mean, Hook, yeah, I was gonna say Hooker was out there and and yeah. and, uh, and with, with in a jersey. So uh, yeah, I mean, maybe it was looking over to the sideline and seeing Hooker over there, and uh, you know, and and just uh, and maybe you know, maybe it was that they uh, that they saw that they thought the best Kazi that they ever had was the workout that they got originally because Hooker was on the other field <laughs> yeah, waiting yeah, yeah. for his workout. Now they're like, well, maybe we should bring him in. He'll they'll, they'll play fantastic. Yeah, I I I can't. I, I think it probably is coincidence. Um, but it's it certainly is a funny coincidence. Let's say that. Uh, we're going to talk more about Tuesday's practice in just a second. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all of the action on Bet Online. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Landon. So a lot of people have been asking me about they asking me to ask you about some of these guys that have been at practice. You've been there three days now, uh, but before we do that, I want to just—is there anybody else that stood out in Tuesday's practice that you wanted to mention? 
Hmm. You know, I got to say one thing just to kind of uh, peek behind the curtain. They moved the practice to the opposite field, which made it a lot more difficult to, for everyone in the stands that had like good angles to see. So it was a little bit more difficult to kind of see. because the they knew you were I mean, coming to camp. I mean, they, they, they saw my <laughs> videos and they're like, uh, this, I, I, it was a little bit harder to see the offensive and defensive lines because of that. It's because everything was hmm. very close together. So, uh, but I did notice, you know, just uh, I, I paid attention. I'm trying to pay more more and more attention to uh, Kelvin Joseph when he's on the field and, yeah. and Nashawn Wright Good when they're out there. Um, and, 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 and to me, Joseph just looks so incredibly natural playing the position. He's so um, Yeah. And, and, and his, and his movement work is just, is, is absolutely top notch already. I mean, he's just the way he, he's able, I mean, and, and I've seen it now both in press and in off coverage, uh, he's just incredibly comfortable pet in his pedal. He's incredibly comfortable flipping his hips and running. Uh, he's not going to get run past. You know, he's he's uh, he's good at staying in phase, and he's and he's and he's really natural at finding the football in the air. I mean, he we haven't seen any interceptions yet, um, but we've seen a, some pass deflections, and we've seen him you know stay with guys as they've tried to send him deep. They've tried to test him deep with Noah Brown like like three or four times, and 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 they just need to stop. You yeah. know, because they, yeah. he's not he's not taking the bait. I've seen him, uh, man. There, who was it? I think it was Turner made a, a, a double move on him, and the way he was able to stay low and just kind of barely stop his momentum before he flipped his hip, mm-hmm. he didn't bite. He didn't take the cheese at all, and uh, and just kind of flipped his hip and was stayed with him the whole time. It's just it's it's kind of impressive stuff, even though it's you know I, I you need it, you need to see him get more reps against the one I, I, the ones I'd love to see him go against Cooper when Cooper gets back I'd love to see more reps against Gallup I, I I'm excited by what I see uh, but but you know it's still early days obviously pads are going to make a difference. A couple of things. So I think patience is kind of the best word that describes Calvin Joseph, right? Like he's just so I mean, patient, right? He one. I'm sorry, real quick, just just along those lines, patience. Sure. He, there was there was one point when he had a jam, and he was he no looked jammed. I, I, I guess I've seen veterans do this before. Yeah. But he had his eyes uh, on the quarterback because it was zone, and he was able to get his target like disjar. I think it was number fourteen, who's the the guy that from Mississippi State. Um, with a very interesting name. Anyways, he, he gets his hands on him and, and he just completely knocks him off balance and then just sinks right into his, into his pedal in, in one kind of smooth motion while not, while, while all while keeping eyes on the quarterback. I mean, it's, he's just very impressive and because he, he can be patient because he can treat trust his feet so much, you know? I really like Kelvin Joseph. I think he's going to yeah. be really good. I, I just think he's one of those natural football players. Like, he doesn't need a lot of reps. He just can go out there and he'll cover your number one receiver. And there's going to be mistakes he has, and he needs to, he probably needs to be more mature off the field too. And, be, you know, be more reliable, but he's just a really, really good football player. I I had a cop for him that I was going to use a little bit. It's, it's not a great comp in terms of size, but he's just got a little bit of Pac-Man Jones to his game where he just, just put him on the field. Okay. He's going to be okay. Good. Yeah, I mean, it's again. We, how, we've talked about we talked about it yesterday with Malik Hooker. We talked about it with Randy Gregory. There are some guys who have athletic. They're just profiles. born to play. It feels yeah. like they're born to play their position, yep. right? Like it's yep. just like they and, and he has like that that stuff that he that I'm talking about is so natural to him, and it's stuff. Some of that stuff we could never get other, our previous quarterbacks to do. We yeah, could never like get years, our. Pre- Awuzie could never do that after four years. He of being could in never the system, he starting could, a bunch of games. 
He can never can turn around from having his back to the football and find the ball in the end. Nope. He just, 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 just can do, do it. And yeah, and Joseph can do this do that from day one. So uh yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about him. Um, and, and excited to see, you know, I, I want to see him get more reps. I want to see him get more reps against tougher competition. So I wanted to stay on the cornerbacks really quickly because I saw in team drills, uh, Anthony Brown was actually the other opposite outside corner. And then Maurice Kennedy was playing in the slot. That's because I believe Jordan Lewis, I, I don't know if he was out because of a veteran day or they were just resting him, but it seems like he, he nothing serious, correct? But yeah. See, actually that's something I wanted to check with you because that's kind of tough. I saw him on the cords today. Yeah, uh, so I, I'm wondering if he tweaks something or that's what I'm wondering too. Yeah, I, I mean, what do we? I mean, we can we can talk about the cords really quickly because I saw Amari Cooper was working on the cords today. Was, was Demarcus yeah. Lawrence on the cords? Actually, Demarcus Lawrence and Tristan Hill were both out there doing some work. Tristan was on the cords for a little bit, and then he was pushing a sled. Though he could have just been pushing a sled for fun. Honestly, I don't know. Um, I mean, it was just it was just out there. I think he was. Just- makes, well, we, we say this every year, right? Like if you're working in the cords, it typically means you're either just trying to rehab a very minor injury or you're close to coming back from a big one, right? So yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sound – I mean, we would have heard something by now if the, the team was concerned about Jordan Lewis. My guess is he tweaks something and he'll be ready to go. Do they practice again tomorrow, right, on Wednesday? Yep, Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, yeah. And Thursday is pads. Uh, and I actually I, – I, I, there's some confusion, I think. I, it, tomorrow might be pads as well. I, I, I know I Wednesday is pads. Yep. So we're okay, Wednesday and, okay I think Wednesday yeah. and Thursday yep. is pads. So, um, yeah, I, I did see Jordan Lewis on the cords, but I, I wasn't sure – because sometimes players like, like like Zeke will be on the cords every morning any, regardless. Like exactly. he just likes to like warm up that way. So it's kind of hard sometimes to tell if they're just like – until they get into practice. Now, if you're on the cords of practice, that usually means you're recovering or, you know, you're, you hurt something and you're trying to get back. So um, yeah, but I, I, going back to what you said, uh, Canada, Canada has been, I mean, he got a hand on a pass uh, today, uh, but he's a guy. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. An interception. Yeah. But he's a guy that, you know, I haven't mentioned previously when we've talked because there's just so much to mention. That, but he had he had shown up a couple times previously too. Uh, so so this is not just like a one off thing for him. I think he's when I've seen him in there, I've noticed him a couple different times. So uh, that that could be something there, which is exciting. Well, um, Maurice Kennedy is really interesting. We'll get to Anthony Brown in just a second, but yes, like, we do need to talk about that. Him yeah. Too. yeah. So we saw most of these guys that opted out of the 2020 season for COVID, like. A lot of these guys got cut unless you were a yeah. huge player like a Nate Solder or a Dante Hightower. A lot of those guys got cut. Maurice Kennedy is one of the few that actually stuck around. So it tells me that the Cowboys believe he's got a pretty good chance to make this roster and compete. And we, we talked about this on our defensive back show, right, Landon? Like if yeah. Jordan Lewis is going to play a hybrid role and Anthony Brown's going to play more on the outside, there might be a job open for Maurice Kennedy. And it sounds like he's playing pretty well in practice. Yeah, he is. And, you know, I think we talked about it that, you know, candidate kind of didn't play a lot of defensive football early, early in his career. So he, he didn't start getting experience there until just recently with the Jets and, and, and a little bit at the end with Baltimore. But he had had injury issues and it kind of kept him off the field. And, and most of the time when he was playing, he was a special teams guy. Right. So uh, it's interesting to see him out there. And, you know, obviously, 
even though he's young and his experience uh, playing on the field on defense, he's definitely a veteran in the in this you know group of of cornerbacks mm-hmm. because sure. you know Trayvon Diggs is the is the lead dog and he's he's a first year player just a you know just out of his rookie season so right. Uh, right. you know and then you've got two rookies in Nation Wright and, and and Joseph who are are the number basically three and four you know cornerbacks so uh, yeah I mean in a in a league in a year where there's not a lot of veteran presence I mean he's at least has some experience and it's kind of showing up a little bit talking but but we got to talk about Anthony Brown yes because this because this is the point that I think we disagree the most about. Uh, well, I, I think, you know, what's surprising to me is that he's been playing well out here. Like, I mean, I, I don't know that it's a su- surprising because I think we've seen him play like, you know, well in streaks before, but it, he's always been kind of streaky, you know, and, and, and last year, he, you know, it's, he, he was dealing with a rib injury. I almost saw that it, season away from me. It really it, is kind of a tough team season. James him. rib injury playing in the outside playing. In the, it was just a, it was a bad year for him. I think he's been he's been a, a real surprise out here. I think he took a lot of the the, the talk in the offseason to heart. I think he re, he thinks he realizes that he's been mostly written off, and, and that folks want are are putting Joseph in as the starter and, and Nation Wright. Or <laughs> they're look they're talking about two rookie corners, and they're not talking about Brown. Uh, and I and I think that he's played really good football out here so far. Uh, I don't know that that means I'm endorsing him to be cornerback number two. But we need a lot of good corners. You need depth, especially, need, again, uh, especially in a seventeen-game schedule. You're going to need five corners that you feel good about. Absolutely, and and that's the thing. I guess the most exciting thing about all of uh, all of this at camp so far. I mean, I think just versus expectation, right? We we I, we know Dak's going to be good. We know the offense is going to be good. Randy Gregory has been a, a, a joy to watch just simply because of what the potential of that could be. But outside of those things, the thing that has been the most, like, you know, through three or four of these practices, the thing that has been the most surprising to me is that coverage in general by the cornerbacks has been pretty good. And it's not just one or two guys. It's four and five guys who have shown the ability to play pretty good in coverage in a way that, you know, and look, we, we, Everyone had their excuse for what happened last year, right? You know, we talked about the injury with with Brown. We talked about the scheme change for a lot of these guys. We talked about a lot of different things. A lot of these guys have played well at different points in their career, and 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 we we hope that a couple of them would 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 show up and and show show a good side of that. So far, I would say four or five of these guys look like they're in shape to have a not you know not physically just shape but overall in shape in shape to have a a pretty good season and if that's the case you know we can have an argument about who's cornerback too but if they've got five average corners or above average in the nfl that and then trayvon diggs that's something to deal with that's that's that makes life's harder for offenses because they just they can't run run down these cornerbacks Again, if the Cowboys want to accomplish their goals that they have set for them, it's going to be a 20, 21, 22-week season, right? Over the course of 22 weeks, you're going to use more than three corners. You know, that's on your your nickel defense, right? You're going to need five, six guys that you feel really good about. So having Anthony Brown play well, having Maurice Kennedy step up, having Kelvin Joseph show that he belongs – all great signs for the Cowboys. We're going to touch on the offense land in just a second, but just a couple really, really quick guys people have been asking about. This could mm-hmm. be like a 15-second you know, description of what you've seen over the three days. Uh, Quinton Bohana, the defensive tackle, six-round pick. 
that dude is so nimble on his feet for his size. It's crazy. Uh, you know, I've, I think I saw, I don't know if it was him that knocked down a pass, uh, but I've seen him getting close several different times. I, I think I saw him knock down a pass oh, again. They were on the far field, so it was hard to tell the difference. No, Brett Urban and Justin or Justin Hamilton both got one today. I okay, then it was Hamilton. Then it was Hamilton yeah. because that's the other, that's the other thing I would say is that what what I've seen a lot of is Bohanna and Hamilton as a two man defensive line, and 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 then just kind of occupying blockers yeah. and three, then basically them, three gaps, right? Yeah, and then basically them sending blitzers like on the outsides, yeah. you know, passers just one drop, and so uh, Bohanna, I've I've noticed. It, it, look, it. it we haven't had pads yet. So that's when no. we're really going to notice Bohanna. But I have noticed in the, in the way that he moves, he, it's, it's very twinkle toe-ish. It's like, it's like, uh, it's the it's, opposite it's, of Don Terry Poe last year. It's, it's dancing Barrett. Yes. It's not, it's not, he's not, you know, cemented into the ground. They're, they're, they're uh, well, almost too dancey. I almost kind of want to see Bohanna, you know, get into the ground and push guys back a little bit more. Yeah. Well, it, we saw that on film when he was at Kentucky, right? Like he likes to show how athletic he is for a 330 <laughs> yeah. pound guy. Uh, it's not yeah. a bad thing. It's just something that needs a little bit of work. Uh, Jabril Cox. You know, I just, I haven't noticed him a ton. Um, it's probably tough I, without the pads too. Like I think he's probably yeah. one of these guys. Once we get the pads, we see more backs on backers. I think he'll be okay. And to be honest, he's running with the third team. And, and so, so many linebackers. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so what's happening is that a lot of these reps are happening at the same time, like defensive uh, DL on versus OL on one side, and then like, you know, seven on seven on the other yeah. side. And so honestly, when it's the third teamers, I'm trying to focus on the first team offense of a defensive line, oh, which is on the other side of the field. Oh, so I know, but I've <laughs> actually made a concerted effort to try to like notice him on a couple of different reps. Yeah. And you know, it's like, okay, he was, he was around the, the ball when the, the tackle was made. It's, 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 it's not that he's played bad. It's just I haven't noticed anything specifically that stands out. All right. Um, we'll, we'll maybe try to get some info and some nuggets from people that have been studying the film on how Jabril Cox uh, has looked at practice so far later in the week. I uh, want to take one more quick break to tell you guys about Built Bar, the absolute best-tasting protein bar. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors. It's just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first box at BuiltBar.com. All right, Landon, let's talk uh, about the offense really quickly. Uh, Monday was a Monday. Yeah, Monday was a Dalton Schultz day. Just showed off in, in all the practices. Uh, looked fantastic. Tuesday appeared to be a Dalton Schultz – or excuse me, a Blake Jarwin day, right? He seemed like he dominated practice. Uh, what did you see from Blake Jarwin in this one? Yeah, I mean, old Blake Jarwin, right? Just like old Blake Jarwin. very, very old Blake Jarwin. Uh, <laughs> just, you know, very smooth in his routes, getting in and out of his breaks, soft hands, you know, just finding ways to get open. Uh, and it was a similar situation in practice uh, today where uh, Jarwin, you know, caught, uh, I think he caught a pass and then he caught another pass. Like they, uh, Dak found him. Yeah. Dak found him in a situation that he liked, and then just kept going at it. Uh, and I, I've seen a couple of that a couple of times, and I love that they're doing that. They're that they're attacking weakness, you know, and that they're uh, they're not when they find some, a mismatch that they're that they're hitting it, hitting it until you I make them it. stop. Um, so uh, I, I think that's going to you know obviously pay dividends. So yeah, Jarwin looks uh, fantastic. He looks big. You know, he looks, uh, he looks, uh, he is big. That's, he, he's a huge tight end. That's fairly athletic for his size. So, yeah, he, he, uh, he's, he, I think he's really athletic. I mean, especially cause I mean, he's, he looks a lot bigger than he did last year. You know, I, I don't know if, 
Like he's been uh, upper upper body. Yeah, 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 I think maybe he's put some muscle on. So so that's that's good. And we'll see how his blocking is. I mean, that's obviously going to come out in the wash. Uh, you know, starting tomorrow. And we should also mention for the people that are wondering, well, what happened with Dalton Schultz today? Like Blake Jarwin made two really nice catches right in a row, and then a couple of plays later, Dalton Schultz comes in, yeah. and makes a catch. Like it, they're going to use both these guys. They're going to use them depending on the situations. I think they're going to try to keep both of these guys fresh. I don't think the the. I mean, please correct me if you think. I'm wrong, but I don't think the goal is to have one of these guys play 70 snaps and the other play 10. I don't no. think that's the goal. Here. Mm-hmm. I, I think, yeah, I, I would say e- even without 12 personnel, they should be rotating who's playing 11 personnel. You know, uh, I, I mean, think I, I, yeah, and I think they should. I mean, that's clearly Schultz has earned a spot, and 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 Jarwin, it'll help Jarwin his coming back from his injury. So we're going to finish the show with this. Uh, I want the the everyday CD lamb update. How did he look today? I saw the touchdown that he had over Reggie Robinson. Uh, yeah. It sounds like hard knocks is going to make that a part of their show because there was a long discussion between CD lamb and Reggie Robinson after that play as to whether it was pass interference or not. But yeah. uh, how did CD lamb look today? Uh, I, I mean, it, well, first off, we got to talk about Michael Gallup too, but, but CD lamb, uh, CD lamb looked, you know, like, He's doing Des things at times. I was going to say, know? I mean, you were at practice during the, the early yeah. Des years, like 2011, oh, yeah. 2012. I, I, would you fully, I, I was fully around for Des things. I mean, I, yeah. I, I witnessed lots of Des things. And, uh, you know, he he's not doing it at the frequency that Des was then. Um, but I, but he's he's doing them. And, and that's that's pretty amazing. Like, you know, they're obviously they're called Des things for a reason. Uh, not very many people can do them. No. You don't see Cooper. You don't see Cooper doing Des things, you know, right. uh, like just incredible acrobatic catches. Say one again. It doesn't mean that Amari is a lesser receiver than no, no, Des. It's no. just no. like the, the highlight, pr- you know, plays in practice that just catch everybody's breath. Like the, those are the things that CD is starting to do on a consistent basis. It's it's like somebody said, these are world-class athletes. And then to see somebody who amongst a group of world-class athletes do something like that, it's like, yes. wow. Yes. Yeah. That's why you, that's why you come. Uh, we got to talk about Gallup going over the fence. It, that was terrifying. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you, if, if you guys have seen this, the, yeah, the right footage of this Tim yet. Gallishaw and Clarence Hill. I saw the video just before we got on. Yep. I mean, it was like, you know, we were watching from the stands and, and, and it, we were excited because it was a, a, a big, they were practicing Hail Marys and, um, and, and they, you know, they, they, he didn't quite get in bounds, I, I think, or he was just pushed out of bounds. Just and then suddenly bad. you watch him and he's just, boom. Like right, and it was just—I don't think I've ever seen that happen before. Um, um, you know, you those fences have always been there, so I, have I don't you know ever if that's seen the first team practice a hail mary though before. I, you know what? I don't know that I have, but I, but but at the same time, they're practicing a, a level of situational stuff that I don't know that I've ever seen Garrett even practice. And Garrett loves situational pr- practice stuff, but but like they're all the entirety of their eleven on a, a, a eleven. Uh, you know, uh, team games or mini games, I think they call them or whatever. All of them, all of them almost have been all situational. So, I mean, they're clearly putting an emphasis on, okay, Hey, we, I want you guys to be not just playing a game with no clocks and no, you know, and just downs. I want you guys to be playing football. Like you're in a specific situation because there's no point in 
any NFL game where you aren't playing in an NFL a specific right. situation. Right. So uh, I think I, it's I, also, I think it makes a lot of sense, especially when the pads aren't on. Like this is the time yeah. to work on situational things, uh, mental stuff. Sp- you know, there's lots of work on spacing and and mental, mm-hmm. you know, uh, reps and 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 and, and, and uh, uh, timing. You know, just because that's what you work on before you get pads on, right? I, I I agree. I think it's been really nice to see how McCarthy has run practice so far. Again, we've got pads coming on on Wednesday. Uh, we've got a lot of padded practices coming up over the next uh, week, right? The Cowboys have a preseason game on uh, next Thursday. Football is finally back here, Landon. It's so much fun. Uh, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Continue to support us on YouTube. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB, and you're going to want to make sure you're doing that as Landon is out at Cowboys Camp uh, every once in a while. I think he's going to take a couple of days off, correct? I'm taking I'm taking a three-day vacation, uh, but okay. if, if you definitely want to see me poolside, you should definitely still I, follow. I, uh... Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. You can follow me at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time.